This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. What is happening, you guys? Welcome back to Let's Go Win Podcast. You're here for a Tuesday tune-up, and we are here with a very special guest. This is going to be a really important one, so tune in because we are going to be talking about mental wellness, and I don't know if there's ever been a more important time than, than the present to really be discussing this topic. And I'm really excited to have Dr. Adam Downs, who is a mental health therapist, an entrepreneur and speaker. He utilizes his education, training, and personal experience with mental health and addiction struggles to help people develop a mental wellness mindset in order to maximize their potential in life. Uh, welcome to the show, brother. And, and I guess I'll start with, it's pretty fascinating, the depth of, it's way more than surface level, right? And I think when we talk about mental wellness, uh, again, as we talked off air about fish, and I was talking about how I didn't know so much about the community with Grateful Dead. Again, when I think of doctor, it's not necessarily bearded and inked and fish and cool guy, yet, you know, those are all just biases or, you know, thoughts of the way it's supposed to look. And that's just so, so not true. And I say that all to set this up to say, I love what you're talking about. Mental wellness is such an important topic. And uh, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm so grateful to have you here to, to talk about it. Uh, man, I appreciate the opportunity. It's something that is so important. Um, and, and you're right now more than ever um, with what we're seeing um, our, our community are the, the men, the women, the children, um, in our community and in our country, um, are, you know, are things that are, people are going through. Um, and, uh, it's something that's, that's near and dear to my heart from my own personal experience as well. Um, so yeah, I, I love, I love talking about it and trying to just get people to, to, to think about it. I mean, obviously, coming through the pandemic, I, I don't think it helped in regards to mental mm. wealth and mental health and mental wellness. And I think that's, you know, we're seeing, unfortunately, the repercussions of being locked down for as long as we did. Now, I think the positive is that it's brought to light. Hey, we need to talk about this. There shouldn't be a negative stigma. If I broke an arm, I go see a doctor and there's no judgment on that. There's right. something brother. And I really want to figure this out with you. Why is it a negative stigma that look, my brain's broken. I'm using air quotes, you know, yeah. it's not working properly. It's not functioning the way, whatever normal supposed to look like. But there's no judgment. Go go get it looked at. Go get it fixed. Let's get some help. But there's a Absolutely. negative stigma, brother. Why is that? I mean, I think it goes back to, I mean, the, almost the beginning of time, right? I mean, for so long, mental illness was just treated as moral shortcomings, you know, as people would have schizophrenia or schizoaffective disorder and would have delusions and auditory hallucinations, visual hallucinations, and they were just, oh, they're possessed, like they're satanic. They're and and so when you when that becomes the foundation, right? That mental I mean, like look at that, the Salem witch trials. Now I'm pretty sure that these were not witches, possessed witches. These were probably women 
that were struggling with some kind of mental health disorder, and then they got burned alive for it. I mean, I know this is kind of drastic, but I mean, if you if you look back and say that's where we sort of started with the projections we put on mental health, and then the other thing too is mental health. It's so illogical, like the the way it presents itself. Like a lot of times, the behaviors. Um, with people that are struggling with depression, anxiety, you know, you just want to be like, just get up, like quit laying in bed all day. Of course, you're, you feel like crap, like get up, go do something, get a job, you know, work harder. Um, and it's just not that simple, but it presents in a way that's very um, easy to judge and hard to understand and can appear to be lack of effort or lack of care or, and it just doesn't make any sense. And as a whole, when people, when things don't make sense to people, they want to just kind of judge it and put it in a box. Whereas like a broken arm, right? You can pull up an x-ray and be like, oh crap, that's broken. You can't do that with mental health. You can't just like draw some blood, put it in a, you know, mass spectrometer and be like, oh, okay, well, we have anxiety and depression and it's just, it's much more complicated. Yeah. Even as you're talking, you're right, because there's a tangible, I can see uh, the arm is, you know, bandaged or it's, it's wobbly or something. Yeah. Whereas the head, it's, it's, it's obviously the most complex thing in the universe that we still have about this much this, knowledge. Exactly. Right? We understand about this much of it. Yeah. And I guess, Adam, I want to talk to you. Just you said your personal experience. I'm really curious your journey into this world of mental wellness and, and being a mental health therapist. What what did draw you that way, brother? What why is that such a passion for you personally? Yeah, well, you know, I tell people all the time, um, I didn't choose this. It, it chose me. Um, and really because I think that if I didn't do this for a living, um, I would feel like the biggest thief in the world because so much was given to me, um, to pull me out of my darkest days. Um, that I now have been able to, from an accumulation of life experience and then on to get trained and degrees and research and publications and all the things, um, I now feel like I have a, a pretty sharpened skill set that if I can go, if I can help somebody avoid some of those places that I went to, um, I mean, that, that's, what, that's what keeps me going. That's what lets me lay my head down at night, you know? Let me ask you, getting back to the point of, hey, man, just get up and get moving. Like, stop being depressed. You know, that whole, because yeah. from a from a sane mind or from a, you know, like, logical mind, that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, but obviously, it's way more than that. And and those that have not experienced, which I'll, I'll put myself in that corner, I, I don't really understand anxiety. I think I've felt it once in my life right? That I really felt, but it runs in my family, this, you know, mental health challenges as it does when I'm going to say most families, right? Yeah. It's hard to find somebody who's like, doesn't have somebody they love that struggled with some kind of mental health concern. 
Yeah. And so I guess my question is, how do we apply grace and understanding and empathy when what you really want to do is shake them and be like, come on, man, stop it. Just get it together. How, how can we best support as family members? Because it's challenging, man. You love these people. You want the best for them. And yet they're not functioning at their highest level. They're, they're in, like you said, the, their darkest moments. And yet you want to show love. You want to be empathetic and you want the best for them. Do you have a, a recipe for success for those of us trying to support? Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing is stop trying to understand it. Um, and the reason I say that is if you've got someone you love that's um, going through cancer, uh, you don't have to have experienced cancer personally to be able to find empathy for that person. Like no one ever looks at, you know, their loved one that's, you know, that's dying of cancer or fighting, battling cancer and gets, you know, frustrated with them, you know, because they're not getting out of bed. Like they're like, oh, hey, they're battling, you know, you can fight even though you've ne- you have no idea what it feels like. Right, like I have no idea what it feels like to go through chemo. Uh, it looks horrible, but I don't know what it's like to have your your belly burning on the inside. But I can still find that compassion and that empathy. You don't. But the thing is, we try to understand mental health concerns, and then when we can't, we get frustrated, and then want to like then sort of lose our patience. And so, don't try to understand it. Like realize that you like because it because it's completely illogical. One plus one equals seventy five. Like what? You can explain that to me eight hundred times. I'm never going to get it. The, se- the anxiety, depression, all this stuff is the exact same way. Like I'm just not going to get it. But we don't have to get it or feel it to have to have empathy and support. But at the same time. Because there is some truth, right? Like there's some truth to like, hey, get up, move your body, get out of bed. Like, yes, that's actually true. As a therapist, I will talk to a person that's suffering from depression and say, okay, we got to get up. We got to put one foot in front of the other. But it's the but it's the motivation behind how I say it as a therapist. I'm also like an independent third party. I'm not like a loved one. That And there's no judgment. And I, I'm not... Because a lot of times if a loved one's like, just get up and do something, all they hear is you're a piece of crap and all you do is lay there. But if I, as the therapist, say, hey, we got to get up and move our body three times a week, one foot in front of the even if the day one, you make it to the front door and back. Day two, we make it to the sidewalk and back. Day three, we're going to make it to the end of the driveway and back. And that's it. But they can hear that from me because they know the point in which I'm coming from. So that's a very long-winded answer to your question, but it's okay not to get it. You can still have empathy and compassion even though you don't get it because that's true with any other ailment. No, I mean, that actually, brother, I think that helps. I hope that helps a lot. It helps me, right? I know that. I know that, right? Like, I, yeah. it sounds terrible, but I say you can't apply logic to crazy. And I know it's it's even wrong to say crazy, but 
at no, points no, I've said that, right? Absolutely. One of the things you were just discussing was, you know, this is a tip, right? Like to to move the body, get outside. And and that's one thing I, I do want to focus on because, look, we could spend hours about how awful mental health, if it's not, if we see it, right? Uh, you see it in the homeless population. It runs mm-hmm. rampant, unfortunately, in that population. Yes. And, and it's a part of why they've arrived at some, you know, not to yeah, simplify absolutely. the whole thing. But it's a um, big issue. Big issue. Yeah. But I but I do want to get some strategies and, and and techniques that if I'm listening to this, I'm like, look, I want positive mental health. I want my kids to have positive mental health. I want my my family members. What are some of those things that you wish everybody knew to just be doing for themselves? Yeah. Okay. So I think the first thing, and I love the fact that you brought this up because I do I do a talk on the differentiation between mental health and mental wellness and mental wellness is preventative medicine, right? It's, it's just like, you know, we all, you know, we see our doctor for our wellness checkup, like our wellness visit. And that's where they check your blood, check your vitals, your weight. Are you exercising? Like there's things that we do. Like I, I go for walks and take my dog on walks. Right. And then now my, my wife and my daughter do these walks, just the two of them together every night after after school. And those are physical wellness activities. I don't go on a walk because I have a physical condition, like a health problem, right? I go on a walk, I eat certain foods because I'm trying to stay in front of the health problem. I'm trying to prevent the health problem from coming. So what I tell everybody is we've got to move away because as soon as we say mental health issue, people are like, I don't have a mental health issue. Like, I'm totally fine. So does that mean I don't have to do anything? Like, no. Like, you need the preventative medicine just like you do for your physical health. So the, the, the things that can be so big is, one, is exercise. Move your body. Get outside. Breathe fresh air. That's good for you mentally and physically. And it's like equally as good for you mentally and physically. Um, The other thing is have an outlet. Like whatever it is, have an outlet where you can unplug and plug into something else that's that's just fun, that just brings you stress relief. It can be, it, it can be bird watching. It can be snowboarding. I mean, you can, it doesn't matter what it actually is. For me, it's like, it's travel. It's going and seeing music. It's hanging out with friends. Like also have a big, I'm a backyard barbecue fanatic, right? So I get all crazy into it, but it's about, but all of those things have nothing to do with my day job, right? There's nothing to do with like, how I grind and what I do to make a living to support my family. It's got everything to do with just like, Hey, this is me time. Right. So being able to unplug and having that me time is crucial. The other thing that's really important is have a mental wellness and accountability partner, like have somebody who can hold you accountable because people know that we're struggling before we do. You know, my wife can tell me like, hey, you're off. Have you been, oh, you haven't 
you know, gone on a walk. Like I got one of the things that during COVID, like my wife really sat me down and was like, okay, what this has really shown me is how important like our travel, like our vacations, the ones that just my wife and I do together without the kids, like how important those things are to us. Because like we both got a little loopy during COVID when we were unable to travel like that. You know, now we were able to like, we have like a lake house in Tennessee. We were able to take the kids to the lake and do some stuff like that. But just like quality time with my accountability partner, like we didn't have any of it for like, what, two years? And it really, really weighed heavy. So if you can have an accountability partner that you give permission to hold you accountable, right? Like, hey, if I seem off, if I seem short tempered, quick, you know, quick to anger, or if I seem checked out, anxious i need you to like if you're noticing behavioral changes in me or even like perspective changes like one of the first ones to go is all of a sudden just you can start getting negative about everything and all you do is start pointing out the negative in things like oh this hamburger's cold or oh the, look at this person they won't you know sitting at the red light too long i mean you just all you do is see negative that's a big sign that things are starting to trend the wrong way Get outside, move your body, breathe fresh air, have an accountability partner, and have me time. Unplug and plug into something else. Those are the three biggest things you can do. Yeah, I love that, man. And, you know, it's it's funny. I don't know that I, at the time, set it up properly. But that word permission, it's so important because my wife is mine. Uh, my kids are because I've given them permission. So when they inevitably call me out and I get defensive, like, yeah. Fuck you, man. That's not me. Yeah. No, actually it is. Yeah. And thank you. And you know, yeah. it's, it, that's the hard part about being that accountability partner. Cause no one wants to hear when they suck, <laughs> exactly. but the truth is you, you need to, man. It's like, look, so that permission Absolutely. piece, I hope people really hear that. Like grant them the permission and understand when they give you that feedback that's coming from love and not a judgment. Yeah. And grant the permission and mean it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which means you have to be open to hearing it when they call you on your shit. Like you got to be open to hear it. It's okay to be defensive at first, but you got to come around. Yeah, it, it is. It is fascinating. And that takes practice, by the way, for those of you oh. that are listening. And if you don't know what we're talking about, trust me, when, when you grant us this permission, first couple times you hear it, you're probably already hearing it. You just didn't give permission. <laughs> and And well, that's why defense happens. Well, you bring up such a, you know, I really like that you kind of highlighted that part because if you're, if you haven't granted the permission and you have an accountability partner, like a a marriage or something like that, like you are hearing it. But the thing is, you're probably not hearing it. It probably is coming across like critique or nitpicking or something in a negative light. But when you, as soon as you grant that permission, like you flip a switch and all of a sudden you're able to like hear it in a different way because it's not a critique. It's a, it's an awareness. Yeah. A hundred percent. So brother, I just want to highlight what you said. The three main things are get outside and move, find an outlet that's not related to your day job. And ultimately find that accountability uh, partner that you can grant permission to. 
Dr. Adam, you're, I, I could talk seriously forever on this because <laughs> I think so many of us have been affected, whether we want to admit it or not. This is a reality. This is a fact of life that mental health issues really have in, in not invaded, but it's, 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 it's certainly uh, been an influence on all of our relationships. So I appreciate you so much. If people wanted to know more about what you're doing, uh, Dr. Adam, or how to connect yeah. with you online, what's the best place, brother? Yeah. So like, it, like Instagram, uh, I'm on Instagram. You can follow me. It's, uh, Adam B downs PhD. Um, or, uh, my company is called what good looks like. You can go to what good looks like LLC.com. Um, or if anybody just wants to email me directly, it's Adam at MW mindset, mental wellness mindset, uh, com. So any of those, any of those ways. And just remember like mental health, I'll leave it at this, like mental health. Like, you don't have to be depressed. Like I did a talk to, uh, a couple months ago and I said, who here has mental health issues. And like a couple people, right? There's 500 people in the audience, like a couple of words. I said, who here has been stressed out? And, like, Everybody. And, <laughs> and I was like, that's a mental wellness issue. Like stress can lead to the same lack of productivity. It can lead to the same devastating consequences as clinical depression. But it, we're okay with saying we're stressed. And the other thing is if we'll always reach and that, we'll reach out if, if something's not going right in our business, if something's not going right with our bodies, like we'll we'll pay the money. We'll get a coach. We'll get a specialist to come in to, to, to get it hit on all cylinders. But if something's not going right between the ears, we don't ever tell anybody about it. Yeah, I, I hope your work continues to change that, brother. And, you know, it's like I said, I'm passionate about this subject. Um, I'm so glad that we connected. And you guys yeah, go check too. check Dr. Adams out. I, I think Dr. Adams, excuse me, out. Yeah. I think uh, amazing work that you're doing. And just, appreciate yeah, that. man, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity. Look, you guys, every one of us has this in our world, whether you want to admit it or not. And instead of burying your head in the sand, there's some real, real tools and, and, and techniques and professionals out there that know how to deal with this. And Dr. Adam has, happens to be one of those. So please reach out. Share this, get it out to anyone that you know that has been affected or is currently struggling because, look, there are solutions. And I really, really want people to understand that. So share this, please. Um, And until next time, remember your mindset matters, your mental wellness matters. I appreciate you all. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson.